Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 183, episode 2 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Tuesday, May 4th, 2021. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. I love key lime pie. I grabbed another slice from the kitchen, baby. I love key lime pie. So come and get some pie and eat with me. Uh, that is courtesy of Official Dickhead. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. <clears throat> Folks, we have a very special zeitgeist for you today. But first, I'd like to introduce Mr. Gray. Okay, <laughs> for the hybrid theory fans out there. Okay, with the goat, Mr. Han, just Asian producer extraordinaire. Uh, but yeah, thanks to Hank Scipio for that hybrid theory inspired AKA. Because without it, I don't know what I'd be listening to in the midst of my parents' divorce. <laughs> well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the brilliant, the talented, the hilarious, Mr. Andrew T. Allow me to introduce this man. Are you ready, Andrew? Here we go. Andrule, Andrule, mommy. Ti, ti. Uh oh. I had to. I had to promise Miles. I would. Uh, I had to pay him under the table to uh, do my AKA for me because I feel like not only have we never topped that. I, I'm at the point where actually thinking of a better one or any of them depresses Stressful. me so much. Yeah, that I'm just yeah. like, Miles, you got to do it for me. Thank you so much, Miles. Anytime. Thank you for, I mean, look, it was that or the TI-80 calculator. Mm -hmm. and we both decided right. that was just too Yeah, <laughs> That was for a long time when you Googled me. Um, it was people, various other people named Andrew and their TI-85 like <laughs> programs for bootleg. <laughs> I've only, I've only just, you know, finally just eclipsed, I don't know, random high school teens from 1994 right. like, <laughs> on Google. So good oh, for me. Shout out to that calculator. What an accomplishment. Where were y'all playing on there? Was it Mob Wars or Drug Wars? Mob Wars. Yeah, Drug mob Wars. War, yeah. A lot of the, like, how much do you want to buy cocaine for? <laughs> You're like, three bucks, dad. <laughs> Just, just great storytelling, though, is the thing. Yeah, I want to, I want to read a. You know, they did that sit down with Schwarzwelder from The Simpsons. What we need is a sit down with the creator of Mafia Wars or Mob Wars, Drug Wars on the Texas Instrument eighty two calculator mm -hmm. to know like what that labor was to even try and think of it. I mean, not that it was a good game, but motherfucker had a lot. It of time. was, yeah, it was more good than it needed to be. <laughs> <laughs> right. By, right by a lot mm -hmm. by that a lot that counts for so much mm -hmm. yeah it's just like like given the platform that shit that shit bent and broke what the platform was capable of uh, and to our our younger listeners uh that was <laughs> that was the first nintendo switch uh, was a game <laughs> on a hacked texas instrument 80 or 82 calculator mm -hmm. yeah i bet there is an oral a good oral history there to be written of like TI-82 games. Yeah. Yeah. See, like look, figuring just, out. We got to stop mean, throwing out free good ideas. I know. Uh, for real. <laughs> uh, think piece it. Yeah. This, is, this is think think piece corner. Whichever, whoever, whoever of the, the Zeit gangs out here, get in your think piece first. Right. Yeah. Uh, get for in a your little, think piece. Yeah. No, get it in. Turn it in. Sorry. Oh. Get it in. Get it in to, to Jack and Miles. ASAP. Yeah. Oh, I just think I'd be like, get in your think piece bag, mm -hmm, y'all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> get in and there. come with it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, what's new? What, what's new with you, man? <sighs> Not much. Um, I haven't seen you guys since we watched uh, the Goofy movie, like probably close to a year ago. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, holy <laughs> shit! What yeah. the hell? Uh, so that's that's about it. I was I was lucky to be basically after that, like working fairly fairly regularly on on tv um, that's awesome and man. so no one caught covid on any of the jobs at any of the jobs i worked on right so Very that's cool. good yeah you know people caught covid but no one caught no one gave it to anyone no else on it. set yeah, yeah. In your not that presence. i had anything to do with it but yeah. yeah you i heard you won't have that shit you you won't I, have I'm, anybody i'm not having it 
not getting having it. or having COVID in your presence. You'll, yeah. you'll shut that shit down <laughs> uh-uh, real nope. quick. Well, then you better get off of it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I fucking fucking started going to therapy late last hey. year. That was that was interesting. I, I wrote about it a little bit for Esquire uh, magazine. Yeah, recently, right? I don't know. I'm mentioning this because you, uh, and I guess this is their business model. Yeah, but you, you, I don't think can find it online. So I don't know. You know, I guess I'm saying go down to your newsstand. Oh, or so you're if, one of these print exclusive type. People I don't, now? I, I have no idea that I that has not been fully communicated to me. I assume it will be online eventually. I can't imagine right. people have a print exclusive. I didn't I certainly didn't ask or negotiate. I would prefer it was online, but sure. I don't know. What was that like though for you? I mean, I I I, I had to very much take my mental health by the yeah. by the horns this year. Yeah. Uh to be able to fucking endure everything. And yeah. just to, you know, give myself some form of, like, r- respite from it all. Respite, if you will. But, yeah, like, what, did you kind of, did you just reach that point? You're like, okay, okay, I'm, I'm going to start doing this now. Or something yeah, on your mind the whole uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, the big thing is, uh, I not, not the big thing as in it was, like, such a big, like, I just, like, I mostly got, like, dumped around, like, June. By, not, not a long relationship, but it kind of, like, was impossible to move on, I think, was the mm. main thing, because I yeah. was keeping it pretty uh, buttoned up in COVID, and right. I was just like, okay, that. And then, at the risk of being uh, a bit of a shill, I was I, I was actually looking to, to get into therapy, but uh, I don't know if you guys encountered this or heard this. It was, like, impossible to find a therapist in LA yeah. in like December. Like just literally the people are like, yeah, sorry, no patience, no patience, no patience. And so I was like kind of losing hope there. And then uh better help started sponsoring uh my podcast. Yo, is this racist? Check it yeah. out on everywhere you yeah. get uh podcasts. And it was same just, here. You said out to better help. <laughs> true, true. No, but just like a lucky coincidence that yeah. like we got to I got to do some free therapy, teletherapy through them. And I've I've kept it up. Beautiful. So this is not SpawnCon because it was it's yeah. true. It's, it is what happened, but like, ooh, it was to, like very yeah, lucky. But the reads are like so devoid of any personal. <laughs> <laughs> I could have said that. Like, hey, y'all, if you're checking it out, you know, having a wacky year. <laughs> BetterHelp does okay. has sponsored our show before, so we won't have to remove this excise yeah. this uh, <laughs> yeah. part of the conversation completely. No, it's just weird, but yeah, it was, that was uh, that was a thing. Yeah, I don't know. Trying to, trying to. Make I think it just needs to be more normal, man. So many yeah. people, like I tell my friends the other day, I saw one of my friends who I hadn't seen in a minute, and he was like, "Yeah, it's kind of going through." I'm like, "Are you? Have you thought about going to therapy, bro? Just mm-hmm. try. That's good, mm-hmm. man. You're gonna feel good." Yeah. And I was surprised a couple other people hit me up off the strength of me talking about it all the time. Like, "Hey, do you ever, you know, therapist. like you yeah. have a therapist you can hook me up with?" Yeah. So I think it's great because yeah, like it's one of those things you'll never. If you have a good therapist, you're not going to come out the other side like, oh, my God, I'm worse. (laughs) Here's a real question. How do you know if you're because I'm obviously new to this, but I feel like if you have a good therapist, it's the same way people are like, how's your dentist? And I'm like, I have no basis for comparison. (laughs) I I literally have no idea. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I I don't know. (laughs) Right. should I know? <laughs> For me, it's more about like the level. It's really about how much I trust them and how much, you know, because half yeah. of it is being able to first overcome however you're trying to present yourself to a therapist. Yeah. And A, letting that melt away because you're like, no, the work is going to be me just be giving y'all the raw uncut me and mm-hmm. my shattered self. Please help me. Um, I'm still I'm still trying to get laughs from my I'm still trying to crush with my therapist so that's not like a good <laughs> oh, sign. I, I have the, I have the worst habit of how's therapy <laughs> yeah. it was awesome I destroyed oh dude I she was laughing so she hard she turned the camera off because she didn't want to be unprofessional because she was laughing so hard <laughs> but no truly today. That, that is what I do but actually and then the other thing that I, it is in the uh the Esquire piece is like a part of me also was hanging on to not going to therapy both because I was like thinking I was better than it, but also because I was like it taking the toxic uh, idea that like Asian people don't go to therapy and using it as sort of a point of pride. Like, <laughs> you know what? I question I question how Asian I am sometimes. So one thing I definitely am very Asian on, don't go to therapy. <laughs> Despite how much I need it. Right. Yeah. No one will see me struggle. 
Yeah, truly. I, it was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like it was very perverse, but that I, I have to think that was genuine in my head. Yeah. Like, that's how I was living. Take care so, of yeah. him, y'all. But to the yeah. point of like wh- whether you have a good therapist, I've definitely heard people say, yeah, I tried therapy. It doesn't help. And like that's it's that therapist, that that specific yeah. therapist as a match for you like that. It feels like it's like one of the most personal and like idiosyncratic things that you can possibly do is like find a find the right therapist match. But you, when you say therapy doesn't help, it's just that therapy didn't help. The only yeah. people who are impervious to therapy are uh, Irish people, according to the uh, <laughs> the Departed, which is why I don't go to therapy because of that <laughs> one line in the Departed. Hell, that's what I tell. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I tell myself. Jackson, hey, if Scorsese, if it's in the Scorsese flick, hey, it's law, baby. Impervious to psychoanalysis. Uh, but seriously, get out there, take your mental health by the short and curlies. Speaking of actually, the Departed, though, real quick. Is yeah. there a similar I don't do therapy in uh, Infernal Affairs? Miles, have you seen Infernal Affairs? Oh, Jack, God, have you seen I have, Infernal but Affairs? I'm trying to think. I'm just wondering if that toxic, anyway. So yeah. Infernal <laughs> Affairs right. is the, is the uh, in my opinion, superior original movie that yeah. uh, The Departed is based on. I don't know anyone who's seen both and said The Departed is better. Uh, I I have actually, oh, and okay. it was an it was an Asian person, but he grew up in Boston, and right, mm, yeah, that was like on. when I saw Rui Hachimura dunk on Anthony Davis. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "What is this feeling?" But he's black knees, but that's my the ADs are like, <laughs> but all day, Rui, all day. Rui, all day. <laughs> Um. Anyway, sorry. I feel like I'm, I'm filibustering the beginning no, of the show. <laughs> the show is one big filibuster. Yeah, that's why I'm here, I suppose. But nice, nice to see you guys. That's yeah. All. It's yeah. great to see you too. We're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're gonna tell our listeners a few of the things we're talking about. Uh, there's such thing, or there used to be such thing as Canadian Proud Boys. They have uh, disbanded. We'll talk about how that uh, happened. We'll talk about Facebook next couple days making the decision uh, about whether to allow Trump back in. Uh, we'll talk about herd immunity. We'll talk about plenty of shit. Uh, but first, <laughs> before we get to any of that, uh, Andrew, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Okay. I looked it up to make sure this was a verbatim. I might have been a little stoned. Uh, <laughs> it is the words, why Chihuahua mean? Mm. and uh, another thing that happened to me is over over the pandemic in i think october of last year i inherited uh two chihuahuas my friend's relative passed away and it turned out she was allergic to uh dogs so i was like i'll i'll take care of them and then i was like all right i'll just simply own them um, but uh, the littlest, youngest, uh, younger, they're both old chihuahuas, um, is like comically mean sometimes. Um, and I didn't realize it was just like it was a thing. It's just like like people it's like uh, they 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 just look very mean when right. they're playing at times. But wait, so no answer. <laughs> Does she follow it up? Wait, the, uh, the the little dog. Does she does she back it up with like, oh, yeah, it's like little little play nips. Right. It's, yeah, yeah. But so why mean? It just she looks furious. She looks what well, she looks most like um the alien chestburster. Oh fuck. It's just like it's got a snaggle tooth and shit. Yeah, just yeah. real like real real vibes, uh vibes. real mean, mean as a motherfucker. So and that was how I chose to process it is why Chihuahua mean. <laughs> <laughs> why why Chihuahua mean to Andrew? Why Chihuahua mean to Andrew? <laughs> TI eighty three. Please, please help. <laughs> anyway, taking a, a small dog to the dog park, and especially one that is not separated between little dogs and big dogs, like I, mm-hmm. I have a f- fully new appreciation for <laughs> just how, like, imagine if humans, like, some people were just a hundred <laughs> literally a hundred times bigger and like you just like went and like they would just come and like push you over and shit and you yeah get, there wasn't anything you could do about it like and that, that was be, that was gym class right and it was like a very status-based society i feel like dogs are very status-based so i, I would be mean as fuck if i was like yeah yeah i guess that's why that's why 
everyone should own a gun. I don't know. Where am I going? <laughs> <laughs> so you don't get oh, that's pushed another thing that's been uh, that, that's changed about you in the last year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and yeah, you've been opening for Bagel Boss Guy, too. Right? <laughs> Is he? Just uh, a lot of shit. A lot of shit's changed. <laughs> Uh, what is, I, I, I was going to ask how bagel boss guy is, but I realized I don't want to follow that road. So, uh, let's ask Andrew, what is something you think is overrated? This, this goes, I, I guess I, I, uh, maybe sold this a little bit, but the other thing I, I, and I, I actually will just say, I, I didn't come into this episode thinking I need to plug this Esquire thing. Cause again, literally you cannot read it right now. So I don't know what I'm doing, but uh, I guess it's clearly on my mind. But one of the other parts of that article is one thing that has helped me a lot is not needing to be correct mm. all the time. Yeah. Cause my, my, my sort of, what I told myself reason for not going to therapy is like, eh, it doesn't, you know, I, I think part of it is I studied neuroscience in college and so that was a very like you know physics biology based look at psychology and very very thoroughly and early and constantly it was just like well obviously like sigmund freud a kind of sexist lunatic who just made a bunch of shit up <laughs> you know and, and using that to sort of cast aspersions on psychotherapy in general right or just like the idea of talking to someone and so I think like holding on to that and, and just in general, like needing to be correct for, for some, I, I, you know, just want to throw this out there. I, I, you know, you boys strike me. I think all of us have that similar, like smart guy personality. And well, yeah, I, guess, I used to, I get mistaken for Taj Maori all the time in the street. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying like, it's that like being used to being correct, I think is uh, mm-hmm. fucking overrated. Fuck that shit. Man, that's one of the, precisely that's the kind of shit you learn about yourself when you go to therapy too, or like right. even how to recontextualize shit. Because I, I'm like, I get very into shit and I start researching everything because I'm like one of these people who likes to know as much as I can about something. Yeah, and that like lends itself to this other. I think at the at the end of the day, more than like being right is like having to relook at how you interact with things. Is like I want to learn about every single thing. Yeah, Not, yeah. I yeah. Yes. What what's good. What do you want yeah, to talk or about? What do I know? Yeah. 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 Like I can speak on that. It's like, it's too, it's, it's a subtle thing, but I've just been trying to treat the world. Like, what can I learn from shit? Or like, if I don't mm-hmm. know something like, yo, teach me that actually mm-hmm. helps in my relationship too, because there's shit rather than being like, oh, well, that's the thing you do. I don't know how to do it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, teach me. Mm-hmm. I would like to know. Mm-hmm. And that already or creates communication. Just get, get a, uh, I got, I got the shit. I can't remember what model it is, but one of those like fancy new vacuums. That's very, very, uh, like fancier than a Dyson. No, it was a Dyson. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, Oh, damn, I should, I should just, we're selling the shit out of some Dysons and some uh, better help in this episode. (laughs) Yo, we're cleaning up mentally and physically. I didn't mean to be. Yeah. But it was, it, it was just like, yeah, there's so many, so much learned helplessness that I probably have that is like, what is wrong with me? Anyway, we'll find out. I'll keep you posted on what is wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, man. Come back. Hey, so what's wrong with you, man? You figure that out? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is something you think is underrated? A thing that is underrated, this is, I'm just going to say what I wrote down, but as I'm about to say it and looking at it on my computer screen, this is probably very correctly rated. But a thing that I very, I very much liked is uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, I was at Costco and I bought from Costco for approximately $100, an entire leg of uh, jamon de serrano comes with a stand, comes with a knife, yep. and in a crate. Um, in a cr- uh, yeah, yeah, it's got a crate with a handle. Yep. <laughs> and was sort of loosely uh, running kind of like a, uh, we'll call it quasi to illegal uh, tapas bar for some vaccinated folks. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, Andrew, you didn't even invite me. <laughs> You should come by, honestly. I'm more mad yeah. about that. I'm like, I'm coughing everywhere. Like, <laughs> come <laughs> yeah. me out some of that hamon real quick. Uh, but yeah, I got I got pretty good at slicing, slicing the hamon. Eat, you know, a lot of olives, a lot of just uh, pan con tomate. Mm-hmm. You, you have know. the Spanish olives with the anchovies inside? I, uh, yes, I will not. Look, I, baby, invite I, me over. I, we could complete the whole party, baby. I come with the I, Spanish goods. <laughs> Well, no, I, I, I got that uh, at a that um, black-owned cheese shop in Silver Lake, and I was definitely, like, upsold on them because I think they were 
unconscionably expensive. Per, oh, really? Like, yeah, it was a oh. very expensive jar hey, of I, olives. I got to look. I got a plug for those olives too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got a guy, that's oh, gonna help you. Oh, I got a guy. It's a, it's a, actually a, a Spaniard friend of mine. But, <laughs> but that's how I found out about that Costco deal because my mom had one like years mm-hmm. ago at her house. I said, "What the fuck are you doing, fool?" Like mm-hmm. you, the doctor said, you have high blood. You can't be eating a whole leg of salt meat. Bring that mm-hmm. over here. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, man, give me, let me cut a little slices off of there. But yeah, I. But then I realized they have this deal there that is just. Ridic- it almost seems like a challenge of like, can yeah. you eat this entire pig's leg? Yeah. Yeah. So I just Googled Hamon de Serrano and uh, the best price you're getting anywhere on uh, the internet is $300. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That, yeah. I mean, that's wild. I don't know what kind of scale or kickback Costco has going with Spain. It is. It has like all these like fucking stamps huge in yeah. Spain, man. Yeah, Buffett. stickers on it. it. It you know, I I don't I don't understand how it works, but it appears to be a you know a a stamped and bonded Hamon de Serrano. So I don't know right. what the quality variation is in that to get that price down to what it is. It comes with a knife. Yeah, right. It's not like <laughs> like, un- like untaxed cigarettes that the mob sells. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, shit is for real. Like, I don't authentic. know what it. I don't know. Yeah, as far Duties as I have been tell. paid. <laughs> yeah, I hope. Maybe was not, this just like a temporary thing where they're like, we just the this shipment was like. I don't think it's year round, is it? I feel like it's a certain time of year that it happened. Th- this was this was around Easter, so I assume. Oh right. That's when. That's when the it's hamon time. It's hamon time. Okay, man, stop. Come yeah. on, come on, talk. Come on, talk. Yeah, well, look, I, I love a, I, I love a good come uh, on, Serrano. So I don't know if this is, uh, yeah. So is that underrated or anyway? It's fucking the best. I it thought is, you were yeah. gonna say I was at Costco and I was like, when you ate that whole rotisserie chicken that you were talking about on the internet. No, I just, I just ate the legs off the, that rotisserie chicken. Yeah, th- that's the <laughs> other thing I've been doing is I, I've been trying to help out with this uh, mutual aid group that does stuff in Skid Row. And one thing that uh, one thing that I was doing that week was picking up water for, for Skid Row. But because I was at Costco, I was like, so I got a pallet of nine flats of water and one rotisserie <laughs> chicken and nothing else. <laughs> I truly, I'm curious what the employees at Costco think I'm up to. Because... Right. <laughs> right. I mean, hamon and the... Uh, yeah. And the rotisserie chicken will make you thirsty. What's your secret? Uh, yeah. A lot of yeah. water, Iberian ham, and uh, fucking rotisserie chicken. But that that Costco chicken that is not underrated because people nah, love that shit. People right? know it's so good. Anybody work oh, at Costco, they can let us in on like is it, is there is there a TikTok video yet where someone shows you how they make that shit? I don't. They they have a lot of stickers on it about how it is not full of hormones for something that is clearly has to be full of hormones like <laughs> yeah. I, it's actually less unnerving to imagine it's full of hormones than imagining right. than it they, not yeah because yeah. it's too big <laughs> right, right, right. it's fucked up <laughs> chicken should not be that size yeah so i don't know but it, oh god it's so good yeah and just like you know doing that thing where you're like i'll just you know i'm just gonna it smells so good in the car i'm just gonna pick a little bit off and then like Next two minutes know. later I'm like driving with my wrists, right? like, <laughs> trying to get home because my hands are so greasy. Like a little kid in another car is like, "Mom, yeah. that man's eating a football." <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, it it's really, just a middle torso. I really, I really went buck wild in that Costco chicken. It is the best. Yeah, yeah it's so good. so good. The salt, oh. you know, that's the answer. Yeah. Almost, it's just it's seasoned properly. Like it's just so seasoned. There's yeah, you have a dull bite. You probably have your. It'll preserve your mouth though. So, yeah. Oh, so good. Anyway, they're so salt. good at Big, deals. The getting my salt from Costco. Five dollar chicken. There was just a story that was almost definitely seeded by Costco, but someone who, who's like high up in the organization threatened to kill someone else if they raised they, the prices yeah. on the hot dog. <laughs> yeah, Which, I, I think that was the CEO. You raise the hot dog prices, I'll kill you. <laughs> Figure it out. Which, uh, okay, you know. Steve Jobs. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Make it work. Yeah, make it work, but for that hot dog. <laughs> but for the hot <laughs> dog, keep the price. We'll make it work. I'll find somebody that can make it work. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's that's me. All right. So shout <laughs> out to Costco, uh, Better Help, and Dyson Vacuum. Dyson, yeah. yeah. And this mean mean dogs. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Chihuahua. Oh, are they chilling together? Oh, look. Oh, yeah, because they're, oh, yeah. they're homies. Oh, mm-hmm. cute. Mm-hmm. You can see them. Oh, I'll, well, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure the the photo I send for this episode includes the Chihuahua. Oh, good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, mm-hmm. let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, uh, and it's Canada Day here on Daily Zeit, guys. We got a couple Canada stories on the dock. One of them, uh, their Proud Boys aren't faring too well, apparently. No. They got too inspired by their shitty southern neighbors uh, mm. try to do their own ethno-nationalist group. And I think to everyone except ethno-nationalists, people are like, yeah, the Proud Boys are a violent racist hate group, not some frat with <laughs> cool ideas about Western civilization or whatever <laughs> the fuck they want to call it. So that basically led to a terrorist group designation by the Canadian government, which like over here, we're like, yeah, OK, well, we still have people that are basically in cahoots with them in the government. So we'll see if there's any kind of anything like that happens here and the january 6th participation of the proud boys i think pretty much like helped seal the deal for canadian people like yeah this is a this is a terrorist organization but because of that that means the police can seize their property uh banks can seize their assets it's like a crime to knowingly provide assistance to a group so like yeah it's it's it's, it's, you don't want to be there and apparently the canadian proud boys of canada or whatever they call themselves (laughs) they they were contemplating like they were contemplating fighting this designation like in the courts but they were like we don't have money so they put out this facebook statement or whatever this statement was and it's very polite i just want to read statement from proud boys canada it is with a heavy heart that i pen these words knowing we have done nothing wrong (laughs) as of today there is officially no longer any proud boys in canada hey it's officially dissolved the truth is you never were terrorists blah 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 it goes on to say a bunch of lies but it goes on to say you know, they, it's funny that they they have like this patriotic talk too, like it, like it's sort of infused in how they sort of speak about themselves. Um, but <laughs> at the end of the day, they're just like, yeah, like it's not fair. Like we're just normal people. All this means is they're just going to use a different name now. Right, uh, right, so, right, right. Cool. <laughs> but that's really it was interesting to see just a statement out there really trying to convince people. Like, we're not we're not bad. We're just. Yeah, white I like the. Supremacists. The thing they're like, we're not white supremacists or we're not like violent white. I forget specifically how they word it. They're like trying to thread a little needle there. But they uh, <laughs> they also say to characterize themselves, they say we are electricians, carpenters, financial advisors, mechanics, etc. <laughs> More than that, we are fathers, brothers, uncles and sons. How could I be a terrorist? Right. Yeah. That's such classic uh like white supremacy where you're setting the lowest possible bar for yourself like look man we have relatives yeah yeah so we have mothers <laughs> right. well, also it is so telling that it's like the list of like you know average joe first of all the list of a- average joe jobs somehow includes, includes financial, financial advisor <laughs> but also <laughs> they they kind of have you know no offense to the good ones out there but those the list of jobs is all shit that like you very easily could put racist in easily. front of and it yeah. right Ra- we're racist electricians racist carpenters racist financial advisors racist yeah. mechanics all that tracks like yeah. racist financial like, yeah. advisor is redundant actually <laughs> there's something about hearing that i'm like i don't know if you need to like racist yeah financial do you do right. you think in your ears that makes you sound less racist that is telling on yourself, Proud right. Boys. Yeah. Yeah. If you think this is mitigating, you are fucking out of your racist little minds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. well, they're, they're, they're still saying, hey, guys, keep singing your national anthem with pride. Yeah. But that is sort of like their thing. It's just like they're, they're based on this, like, I guess this, like, well, we can just lie. We'll just simply say we're not the thing that we obviously are. And the... Right. Like, there's always plausible deniability-ish or something. Right. right. Yeah, unless, like, the government's just being like, nah, how about, I'll just get ahead of you and just say, nah, you fuck around yeah. with this, we're just going to seize everything because this is this is a threat to our national security. Yeah. We know yeah. we're repellent, but imagine that there are people who love us, who are our yeah. relatives. Now that, yeah. that's, <laughs> keep that in your mind. As do they know what I do? To... No. But... <laughs> right. Do I hide it from them? Am I not invited to dinner if once yes. they find out? Yeah. 
Yeah. Also, their families are racist too. We're fathers, right. brothers, uncles. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we know. <laughs> Generational we know. racism. <laughs> it's like no way. Yeah. Yeah. But it is. It is that kind of like like technically. I never. Basically, it's I right. never said I was racist. Yeah. Right. So how could you call me racist? I don't know. Just because right. um, you attack people who uh, yeah. <laughs> have something to say yeah. that's counter to anything you do, or maybe they're people. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Well, also this like oh we're well, just yeah. we're just like a, a booster club for Western civilization. It's like okay, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, what, wasn't gonna what lie. parts specifically? Right. <laughs> well. Mm, mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, uh, Gavin. <laughs> Gavin. <laughs> oh man, I really spent so much time reading those do's and don'ts from Vice back in the day. I know, yeah. me too. Those were those really, those were funny. Really bums, bums me out how much I. Read we should have known from the viral video where he was screaming about his weak chin and why he has to grow a beard. You know, like right. that's when he started breaking through to the mainstream. Was that like thing about like why guys are growing beards? It's like because I got a weak chin, and you're like, oh shit. Why is this guy screaming? And like he like his right, right. in like his some of his videos, and it's weird. Okay, you know what? Actually, speaking of uh, the, these people, I just I, I was uh, reorganizing my record collection, and I found a fucking like hand numbered of a thousand Ariel Pink seven inch. Oh wow! Hey. I think it's like <laughs> genuinely very rare. I I I kept it out, and like I just I know a couple of people in L.A. who'd like played music with him, and like you know. I think have largely disavowed him. Obviously, right. uh, Ariel Pink for I assume you guys talked about it was at the uh, at well, he was at the fucking January sixth uh, treason storming Party. of the yeah, yeah. <laughs> January sixth treason uh, and and a former indie indie musician right indie rock yeah I mean I guess current <laughs> current yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but it was it was one of those things I was literally like you know like I had copy three eighty four out of one thousand and I was like what do I do with this. And I ultimately ended up just throwing it away, but I, I probably should have. It, it was one of those things where I was like, I, I just need to clean the, clean the house. It's going in the yeah. trash, but yeah. it was very weird. Well, and, so you and don't want the person's money who values that thing. <laughs> yeah, that was another thing, though. I, I I like cleaned out my bookshelf of like. There was also that whole like generation of like white Iowa what writing workshop people from like the early two thousands, and so many of them have kind of turned like right wing. Um, Wait, what's, or, that? Or like, what's that? What's that? Like Iowa culture? writers works. That, that like um that like David Eggers, those David Eggers copycats. Oh, got you. So like the memoirists and they were all like white. The only the one I'm thinking I maybe I'm I'm speaking out of line when I say there's a lot of them, but Megan Down specifically. I I like um she just is one of those like of just asking questions. That kind of like Gen right. X, the way like Gen X kind of turned right wing after cancel culture they, right. they latch on a cancel culture anyway i had a bunch of her books too this is this is my penance for buying any art by white people I think. Just, <laughs> that's right never so i just i just end up having a bunch of shit by racists so that was a good house cleaning hey, <laughs> yeah well speaking of racist facebook is gonna decide if trump is allowed <laughs> back on their service they, so they have like the uh, sort of unofficial Supreme Court of Facebook that where they like make big decisions about the the platform. And they say that in the next couple of days, I think on May 5th, they're going to announce whether Trump is allowed back. And it's the oversight board, uh, which <laughs> is totally not, you know, Orwellian sounding at all. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know this. Like, it seems like a pretty easy decision. Like, the, the, you know, we've seen what him being banned from most major social media platforms has done for the country. But they, I, I just don't trust Facebook to not fuck this up because oh my God. they never yeah. make decisions based on, like, I was looking back at the, the statement they made when they initially banned him. And it was literally like, Okay, he's like trying to overthrow the government. It was like right after the uh, right. January sixth treason, and uh, <laughs> they were just like, "Yeah, this is like until he's out of office, we're gonna have him banned." But like, yeah. it was after Twitter banned him. It was like literally, they've never made a decision that didn't ultimately result in a more profitable outcome for them, uh, including 
banning a president who is actively trying to dissolve the society that your entire like wealth is based on. So like, yeah. that's that's not good for business for yeah. like society to dissolve. <laughs> and then Zuckerberg just always tends to go for like a quote freedom of information and transparency, quote allowing people to connect, which yeah, of course always dovetails with the profit motive of growth. Yeah. Just so happens. And yeah. yet, you know, they're, they, they're not letting child pornography be free on there. They're not letting people's, like, conspiracies to murder other people. Well, they are letting mm. some of those stay on there, I suppose. But, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But, like, it's like... They're trying -ish. Well, but it's like, they are, they're not the, like, free speech. Like, they limit yeah. speech. So oh, yeah. if you're limiting any speech, like then you're actively choosing where that line is. There's there's no like, oh yeah, just, and then you can't be like, well, freedom free. of information. It's like, what? Yeah. yeah. Therefore, transparency it. of information, except when that information comes for uh has to do with them and what they're doing with your information. Oh, you yeah. Want, wait, oh, my bad. Wait. Oh, the okay. You want us to here. be transparent? Yeah. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> that no, was no, for you. Yeah, oh, dumb, yeah, no. dumb fox. <laughs> no, we're not showing you how we decide these, uh, make these decisions on the overseers council or whatever the fuck that. Yeah. And I was just go ahead. Oh, I was just say it's it is just like like horrible the way that the the whatever like set of rules like silicon valley writ large uses to determine what's like appropriate and what speech is like you know both like inconsistent racist like obviously all the decision makers that put that shit together are white men uh, you know at the very top of the shit and it, it's like it shows it's like and the fact that they can hold on to any veneer of objectivity is like yeah that's the part that's like fucking like people. We the people are too stupid to realize this is not objective. This is biased as fuck. Right. But they get to pretend. Sorry. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for letting me get up on my soapbox. No, that's. I mean, I uh, I also like just based on his like the the way that he responded to the 2018 election where Ted Cruz at all started like accusing Facebook of having an anti-conservative bias and he totally just like played into their hands. I I get the sense that he's probably friends with more Republicans than Democrats at this point as a as a billionaire. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. You know, would probably is pretty easy to trick. There's also the probably the specific sweet spot and we're talking a little bit about this before we started recording, is there's also like the Silicon Valley person who calls himself a liberal, but right. is conservative. Right. Yeah, and that yeah. probably yeah. is like the... the That's true. I, I would posit it certainly makes up the balance of like where all these conservative ideas are coming from. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people yeah. who are just collecting all the takes of a liberal and putting that in their outward-facing persona. Absolutely. Like yeah. just to be like, because I know how to keep have a smoke-free identity. Just yeah. do these like lib boilerplate talking points. Uh, but what I do, you know, in the shadows has nothing to do with that. That's just I just or, know how to publicly face things while I do my other shit or not even the shadows. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> you, 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 you would like to legalize weed and like have sex with people. But other than that, you're pretty conservative, you know, right. or like you're like your white supremacy shows in ways that are, yeah, insidious, I guess. I don't know. It's right. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about herd immunity because <laughs> speaking of it's bad. <laughs> we had talked to a few weeks back about how we were like, you know, it, it was at peak. Everyone's getting their vaccines. We have enough vaccines. They're getting uh, into people's arms. Uh, and now things have slowed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and like that, I, the concept of herd immunity was like the light at the end of the tunnel in the beginning of the lockdown is like, obviously, like we're going to eliminate this, this, this virus through herd immunity. And once we have the vaccines, this is how we will go back to normal. But things have just changed so rapidly that it doesn't even like so in the beginning, the threshold for herd immunity was estimated to be 60 to 70 percent. That was even right. like Fauci saying that. Mm -hmm. And like, you know what? Yeah, that seems doable once we get all the vaccines out there and things like that. But as the vaccines are being like developed and things like that, the, the, the estimations began to change because the first estimations were based on the first sort of original ver form of the virus and what we knew about it and what those transmission rates look like. 
But now that B117 is the like predominant variant in the United States, that's ch- and it's more transmissible. That's now moved our herd immunity threshold to be at least 80%. So 80% of the country needs to be vaccinated for us to have any semblance of herd immunity. Uh, and if you look at the latest numbers, you're looking at about a third of Americans that are anti-vax right now when it comes to the COVID vaccine. So how you get to how you get to 80 if you got thir- at least 30% saying fuck no. They think some of that will change over time, but it's because of that and all of the misinformation, we're looking at a very difficult way of trying to tackle this, which now just seems like a, inoculating the most at risk. So we're not like flooding the hospitals with those people. Right. Yeah. But it's definitely not going to be herd immunity. You're saying that yeah. they're expecting the third of America being anti-vaxxers to change or they're expecting that 80% Some, needing to be vaccinated? That that third isn't necessarily nailed on. Like it could shrink a bit as more right. people realize like, okay, like, fuck it, I'll get it. But yeah. it's hard because there's also another poll that came out that a lot of the attitudes of people who don't want to be vaccinated is because A, they don't, A, they don't take the, the virus seriously, but also B, they are like, well, all the other herbs are getting vaccinated, so I'm good. I'll just coast off of them getting yeah. vaccinated. But assholes, mm-hmm. guess what? If we're not at the herd immunity, like there's there's no there's no uh, people to draft off of uh, in your pursuit of not getting vaccinated because we're not going to that's not going to be the way we're going to be safe. So the it, it actually at this point. Yeah. People need to be vaccinated. Even that argument, because a lot of anti-vaxxers, when it even comes to child vaccines, are like, well, through the herd immunity, I know my child isn't going to get these illnesses because of herd immunity. That Mm -hmm. logic doesn't apply if we can't achieve any kind of herd immunity here anyway. So a bit of a a bit of a weird fucking feedback loop that we're in um, while, you know, we got, you know, we're clearly seeing the vaccination numbers starting to to like fall off a cliff a bit. Well, and then beyond that, it's like by hoarding the vaccines in America, which now mm-hmm. I, would, I, I would guess now some of those are just going uh, vaccines and vaccine patents. It's like, yeah, I guess the other thing that's going to definitely guarantee this is uh, even if you're a complete sociopath who doesn't care about other people, you can still think of India as just a vaccine population that, or sorry, a, a COVID like variant mm-hmm. generator. Yeah, like right. this the sheer number how, of people. Yeah, like the, the yeah. mutations are inevitable. Yeah, it's just at that it's point. just numbers. Yeah, so I guess we just live with this forever or well, die with it forever. They're all just saying, you know, the what we can hope for, according to these experts, is like if we can get the vaccinations up, that coronavirus is just going to become something that's seasonal that yeah. affects mostly the young and healthy. But like yeah. that's about it. Otherwise, it's either going to be you die off because unfortunately you were vaccinated or whatever, for whatever reason. Right. Well, I don't know. So it's, it's not a, ultimately though, all the experts are saying we still have to get vaccinated just because we can't reach herd immunity doesn't mean the vaccinations are moot at this point. Yeah, yeah. You absolutely need to ensure your, your own health through vaccination. Uh, yeah. And don't think that these other ways that you could get around it are actually valid because if aren't going to have enough people vaccinated, it's yeah. One and being one less vector. Right. Like, right. That's the real thing. Like, are yeah, there you might be fine. marketing campaigns? Because I know I they're like conspicuously marketing campaigns aimed at like black people and you know elderly people. Are there Republicans? We talked about the GOP doctors who right, but that, that is that really ad. all we're dealing with? Is that one like shitty viral video that I for them? Yeah, seems like it. I mean, there have been a right. lot of I, I've been reading a lot. Of, there have been pastors um, who like in the South, like Bible Belt area, who are trying to get their congregants to get vaccinated. That's there are it. people trying to, but I don't That's know. I think only, in, yeah. the thing that they talk about in this Times piece, though, is that at the very least, people need to be. It seems like the way people their attitudes change if they're around others who aren't talking anti-vax bullshit have gotten the vaccine or like, yeah, what do you, what's wrong? Like, it's fine. It's normal. It's normal. It's normal. Versus if you're in a, an environment where it's a hot take to bring up the vaccine or whatever it like the, the chance of you getting it, like just exponentially go down. Right. So that's the one hope is to be like, talk to your friends about. Yeah. Being... It's the, it's the peer group. Yeah. Right. 
that like yeah and yeah i was um i mean this isn't like white conservatives but like like when i got my vaccines and and i volunteered at a vaccine distribution i knew this but i kind of hadn't really processed that like so many in southern california but kind of a certain generation so many nurses are filipino Mm -hmm. and but they also are like very catholic and very conservative (laughs) so Mm -hmm. it was truly just like i wasn't I was trying to get a gauge from some Filipino friends. Like, are your super conservative parents getting this shit? And it was like, definitely some people's parents weren't. And I was like, right. Right. this is an odd, odd juxtaposition of populations to me. Yeah. And I think that's what also makes just this, the herd immunity so difficult because of just the geography of the United States and just how different neighborhood to neighborhood can be. Because when things like sanitation and income can determine what levels of hurt, like who needs to be, or like what levels need to be vaccinated. That shit can change within like a mile. So it's not, it's even harder to think like it's this one blanket sort of prescription. Although really the the prescription is just to get your ass vaccinated. But from there, the the data is so Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the Pope told Catholics to get the vaccination. That should, that, that one should be easy. And the Pope also, sometimes tells them that the death penalty is wrong and that hasn't yeah, changed American Catholics very much. much. Yeah. So yeah, he's selective probably pope. not talking to God on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so funny though, because like when you're around like Catholics really fuck with the Pope, like if you joke oh, about that shit, they're not having it. No. So, but I'm like, well, well, hold on, man. You can't have that energy. Cause I made a Pope joke, but then you're like selectively being like, I don't, I don't agree with him on that shit about gay people. Like, well, hold on. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> uh, all right. Let's take another quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And there's a new type of meme, a new genre of meme that we're seeing pop up. Uh, that is photographs of small business owners to large business owners. Uh, Carl, I don't know how big uh, Carl's Jr. Uh, the Hardee's and, Empire. The Hardee's. <laughs> yeah. That's not a locally owned business, right, Carl? That, that fellow <laughs> Carl uh, Jr. Shame what happened to his kid. Yeah. But the, it's signs basically being like, the government's paying our employees too much. They won't work. Nobody wants to work. Uh, thanks a lot, communism. Yeah. There's even like someone had a tweet. It's like, I went, Bur- I went Burger King for my Diet Coke. Nobody worked there. <laughs> and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I mean, it's just a weird moment right now because people are, you know, it was one thing to just, I think because of the pandemic, everyone's just caught in the grind of this machine of this game in America where it's like, oh, you can't afford to live? <laughs> well, that's on you, bitch. Like, yeah. that cruelty became very clear when everything started shutting down and people took a second, like, wait, without certain things, like, if, if you just cut off my income, I'm in bad shape. Uh, I can go to dire straits very quickly. And I think, so we're in this moment now where people are, they're at these breaking points financially, so they're going to do what's in their best self-interest. Like just some quick maths real quick would be like, why am I going to go to this job where I'm being paid absolutely nothing? Right. When I I can I got this stimulus check that is affording me some breathing room at the moment. It's just a really odd. I mean, it's not odd because the, the employers, and the business owners will always be on the advocate on the side of I'm paying them shit. The fuck is wrong with these people? And now we're seeing it come out so aggressively. The answer to this is always, yeah, well, you should pay your staff more so that they're motivated to come. And And then they're going to get lazy. They didn't make a decision to stay home. You made a decision. You made the first decision to pay them less than the government is willing to give them in like emergency funds. Yeah. Yeah. It's also like I thought you believed in the free market, homie. Sounds yeah. like supply. <laughs> sounds like demand is low, so you need to increase Uh-oh. the value of your product. Maybe turn mm-hmm. it up a little bit, make it a little more lucrative. I don't know. I don't know. Incentivize working for your company. Do you know how to do that, business owner, or did you get into this just to exploit poor people? Mm. Uh oh. Think about oh. it. Don't answer now. Don't answer now. Well, don't answer now. I think mean, about it. Okay. <laughs> just think about it. Just think about it. But that's what you're seeing now. I mean, because the way they talk, it's like the the solutions are we should like read one of the signs. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one, yeah, this one that blew up on Fox News it says we are short staffed. This was like when Fox was like, we got to go to the the little guy and see what's going on in this cafe. And a very nice, very nice work of arts and crafts has a glitter border and really great handwriting. It says we are short staffed. Please be patient with the staff that did show up. No one wants to work anymore. They would rather draw unemployment. Thanks, staff. I mean, uh-huh. I, I don't I also don't want to be like a uh, telling them what to do. But it is like just if you saw this like smarmy, whiny shit hanging up at a restaurant you were at, you'd be like, you, it's like, fuck right. these losers. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you want me to feel bad for you? I'm like, what about the person who had to make a decision that this job wasn't wasn't sufficient for themselves? Right? Yeah. How about that? Because for all this talk of like, what are they? There was this other, this Republican, he he said, like, with this hardy sign that says, we are closed due to no staff. It says, this is what happens when you extend unemployment benefits for too long and add a $1,400 stimulus payment to it. Right when employers need workers to fully open back up, few can be found. Uh-huh. Here's the deal, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't be talking out here with this woe is me shit, because rather than talking about better wages and benefits or how they can, you know, make things work for the workers, apparently, that are so vital to their business, they're like all on this, like, these nasty workers have abandoned their divine duty to man the deep fryer because welfare. <laughs> it's like, that doesn't make you look like I don't, there's no sympathy going that way. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it's also like you're, you're, oh, so you're addicted to cheap labor. Like mm-hmm. our bad. Like yeah. no one, no one forced you to take that hit. Like yeah. you're, you're allowed to not pay people less than they need to live on. Why don't y'all get on the front line during a pandemic if if that's what... Because I'm on my fucking boat in Nicaragua. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck out of here. What the fuck? Man, the fuck. No, I didn't... didn't, No. I did the cost-benefit, the (laughs) risk assessment, and it's not worth it for me. I believe in the fair market. So I will (laughs) declare strategic bankruptcy. Right. Uh, There's this kind of a no-shit study, but I, I... Kind of thought it was interesting just because it's something uh, you constantly encounter, especially once the world opens back up, is they said that there's a pretty powerful and reliable effect that, like, if you just glance at your phone, uh, at least half of the people who are around you will look at theirs within 30 seconds, basically. Whoa, like a sneeze, like at least contagious. Yeah, yawn they is said contagious. It's, yeah, it's a it's contagious, like yawning. But yeah, I feel like it's kind of easy to explain because it's also like a status thing, kind of like, well, I have better things to do than be here talking to you. So, right. like, mm-hmm. it's I don't know. Well, I have better things than be here talking to you. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck you then. Okay, that's cool. Good, oh, it's good. like that. Oh, you're doing something? Uh-huh. Let me just look at my phone because uh, mm-hmm. I don't care oh, about oh, you either. This is so funny. Ha, ha, right. ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> the saddest shit is when you catch yourself just doing like play check in your phone. And what you do, oh, my you God. swipe mm-hmm. up, you do two swipes over to like to see what apps you have. Oh, yeah. And then close mm-hmm. the fucking phone screen. Oh, I haven't like, opened that app in a while. Huh. You're like, oh, okay. huh. oh, you talking? Okay, cool. Arclight. Oh, I guess I could get rid of that app. And then yeah. Quibi, I'm going to keep because I think just for the laughs, I'm going to keep that on my phone. <laughs> What'd you say? What were you saying? Do I do I know how to log into my bank app? No? Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> Still don't have that password? Oh, I have definitely ah, done that. I got to store that. Will. I got to get on that. <laughs> I got I should try to remember. Well, because yeah. for me, I was like, that was the one where I let the phone generate a crazy password. Because I was like, okay, I should, you know, use some security right, for right. my bank yes. app. <laughs> and then it right. clearly got changed at some point. So I don't know which. Like, I, I literally <laughs> don't know how to log in on my phone. That's fine. Oh, your bank. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought you meant just your lock screen on your phone. Oh, no, no. no. Yeah, to my bank. <laughs> I assume I have money in there. But I, there's no way for me to know. Yeah. When you talk, when you said the people around somebody looking at a phone will also check their phone. Is it like if you are in the same social group? It's not like randomly at a restaurant. I'm like, yo, that dude looking at his phone. I'm going to look at my phone. Like, it's probably if they, you're in a setting, right? The With- way it's framed. So they they observed people in in the wild. And they said 50% of people looked at their phones within 30 seconds of the trigger touching and looking at their phone. 
But if they just touched it without looking at it, it was just 0.5% of people. So I think it's, I think they're like putting these people out into actual social settings and then looking at anybody who's like ha- happens to be looking at them. I don't think it's like in the air or anything. Right, right, right. If you're. No, but I mean, like, even, but yeah, if you saw them. them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, one, one of the anecdotes they gave is like somebody who they were sitting across from in a waiting room. So that's. Oh, shit. I mean, that's somebody who you're not like actively in a conversation with. Yeah. You know? It's because we've like lost this. Like it's a, it, it's almost like, or at least in America or very phone obsessed countries, cultures, like you don't want to be left with nothing to do, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. cause now we're living a world where standing in line without looking at your phone is like, yo, what's up with that part? What the fuck they up to? Why Something's they wrong phone? with them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like that's where, and it's funny. like, I've, cause I've tried to fight that remembering, like I've, I've been, I've been for the, for most of my life, I've been having to wait around with not shit to do without the technology <laughs> and how quickly I've been like, I can't stand to be somewhere without my shit, <laughs> uh, is a weird feeling, but what are you going to do? Look around at shit mm-hmm. while you're in line. People are going to mistake you for some kind of creep. <laughs> some kind of <laughs> not having a phone type <laughs> creep. Fuck. Someone with a flip phone. <laughs> uh, all right. Finally, let's get into the final sign of the apocalypse yeah. uh, and clear <laughs> indication that cancel culture has gone too far again, according Somehow. to Fox News. Again. So Snow White canceled. Yeah, you heard that right. <laughs> that was my audition to be a Fox News anchor. It's pretty Killed good. It. You crushed it. You yeah. got the face. You got the yeah. face for it. <laughs> now go on. That means a lot. Give us that take. Give us that hot fox take. <laughs> so there was a SF Gate article about Disneyland reopening, and they just zoomed in on a single sentence. Like it was a pretty yeah. positive. Like, hey, this is what we had did. nothing this to what do. What the article wasn't about Snow White at all. Like, <laughs> yeah. it just happened to be part of it. And then the the writer mentioned in this like column that's in you know, it's not a news article. It's in it's more of like a column where it's like, hey, I'm just making witty off the cut uh, observations. And yeah, they the describe the true love kiss <laughs> moment of on the Snow White ride. Haven't we already agreed that consent in early Disney movies is a major issue that teaching kids that kissing when it hasn't been established, if both parties are willing to engage is not OK? <laughs> well, that was plenty. Uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to your butts. So Fox, oh man, they had a they had some other fucking commentator on. I don't know who this person is. Just to just like the desk person was like, oh my gosh, can you believe it? Like, is there no escape from the woke police? And here comes the talking head to just let you know, like, what, like why this is just so, uh, so fucked up. Exactly. I think it shows how wokeism destroys. Everything fun in our society, but it's a real issue because of how prevalent these woke culture warriors are in affecting the affecting everything that we read and we experience Uh, this. I'm no Disney princess expert by any means, but I think what's particularly interesting about this issue is that this is a this is a princess who would, I believe, die if she didn't receive this kiss. Um, And I think that even though consent is very important in human relationships, most humans can understand that consent is not everything in human relationships and that some things like... All right, let me just... Well, hold on. Let me... Let me... Let's finish that thought. Some things like what? Permanent sleep or death might be worth factoring into the equation. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. She Mm -hmm. said your permanent sleep (laughs) is on the... What? Permanent sleep well, is worth. Because sleep is the cousin yeah, of death. It's also great when they're like, we all agree that consent is important, but. <laughs> yeah, like, but it's fun no. when it's not. You've lost. It's fun to You've imagine lost. a world where it's not. And train and just drill that into the brains of our young developing children. <laughs> Oh, again, that uh, that woman is a columnist for the Federalist. So. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Snow White, in addition to being saved by True Love's Kiss, like while in a coma, like throughout the movie is like when she's awake, 
she's constantly like running into trees and shit and just like knocking herself <laughs> out and like uh, panicking and like breaking into people's houses and assuming it's going to be fine. And every time the thing that bails her out is that she looks cool while she's asleep. Like that's, <laughs> that's what happens in like that when the, she like runs into a, uh, into the forest and like gets like attacked by trees because she doesn't know how to run. And then <laughs> like when she's asleep in the forest, like all the animals come out and they're like, wow, this lady's really pretty. And then she like <laughs> breaks into the uh, dwarf's house and they're about to kill her. And then she like rolls over in her sleep and they're like, oh, wow, right. she's really pretty. And then, yeah. And then the only way that she can be saved is after eating what is clearly a poisoned apple, <laughs> she like goes into a coma. And then the only thing that saves her is somebody rolling by in the woods and being like, hell yeah. And kiss her kiss this dead body. So it's not just about like, I don't know. It's one of the most backwards, like fucked up texts <laughs> in terms of like, it's not just like not the woman doesn't have agency. It's like anti-agency. It's like, do right. if you exercise agency, you will die. Yeah. The right. best form, just lay prone. Yes. Yeah. Quiet and pretty. Yeah. It's like really like it, it, it's because once you watch it with any kind of brain, it's like, does it take much to unpack this, motherfuckers? <laughs> right. Like, right. Yeah, right. to a pretty, kid, sure, one thing, but it's pretty. Yeah, it's like, so what are you defending? Like, right. why is this? I don't. Why? How good it's, is they're it? They're just. Really? I think again, this is the only. This is gonna. I'm, I have a feeling we'll be doing this like once a week. We'll figure out what the outrage du jour is because mm -hmm. it can't be anything substantive anymore. Like they've contradicted themselves on so many of like their traditional policy positions as a party. Yeah. It's like they, fuck. Like, they've also they've also like largely won on the policy shit they care about that that the people who fund Fox News care about. Yeah, right. Which is the tax. They got they got that shit on lock and the other stuff. Like whatever. I'm not affected by it. But yeah, that's yeah. how they they all think. But yeah, that, that this yeah. is what I think because they again they cannot report on Joe Biden because the, some of the things that he does pulls well with Republicans and we've seen how Fox News yeah. avoids those stories like the fucking plague in order to just keep Fox like as this thing to be diametrically opposed and just, you know, keep people ill-informed or misinformed rather. Man, just being a democratic president who does stuff that's popular with Republicans, that, that seems to be the, uh, the yeah. special I mean, sauce for Biden and Clinton. No, I mean, if they really yeah. wanted to hit Joe Biden, they could talk about how he's extending contracts with, you know, CIA, like formerly CIA backed agencies that are helping reunite immigrants. They're like the same people who were like caging people before Joe Biden is like, yeah, here's one hundred thirty six million dollars to help right the wrongs of the Trump uh, administration. Hit Joe Biden on that. Yeah. But again, that puts them, they've played themselves where if they wanted to actually hit something, be of something of substance, they put themselves on the left suddenly and they're like, fuck. Yeah. They're using yeah. the so, Fast so and right. the Furious logic where like you turn the bad guy into the good guy. You're like, we got to bring these, this bad CIA agency in to help us reunite families again, Fast and the Furious. I, you know, yeah. Pulls well. yeah. yeah. Right. It's a four quadrant policy that they're working with. <laughs> Andrew, as always, such a pleasure having you, man. Where oh, can people uh, find you and follow you? Andrew T, last name is spelled T-I, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, oh, I should say, so yeah, we, we took Yosa's Racist Independent early this year, late last hey. year, early last year. And so, yeah, if you have any interest in supporting us, uh, obviously... <laughs> Go get your therapy from BetterHelp. But more, more relevantly, uh, we were doing this thing. Uh, it's called Suboptimal Pods. Suboptimalpods.com. You can subscribe for you know a couple bucks uh, a month and and get some premium content, including actually. So the so last time I saw you guys, we 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 talked about the Goofy movie, mm -hmm. and then my co-host uh, Tawny Newsom had never seen the Goofy movie, so oh, wow. we did a a watch along of it. Hey. So like a, two two and plus hour probably like a two hour file um that uh, uh i'm told is quite good i i haven't sat down and listened to it synced up myself but people seem to like it so that's oh, just yeah. one thing you can get for subscribing i have to go listen to that now other shit yeah 
And is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Uh, yeah, uh, there's, uh, uh, there's not someone I follow. So if they're a bad person, I don't know, uh, someone named <laughs> the Goad Gatsby, G-O-A-D-G-A-T-S-B-Y. I don't know who this is, but Mandela Effect, colon. I remember George W. Bush being a war criminal, but now no one else seems to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good shit. It is wild we're rehabilitating that fucking murderer. Oh, yeah. It's uh, also wild how much people are using Mandela Effect in conversations yeah. to just mean something that they misremembered. Yeah. I mean, that that is not an example of that, obviously. I, I just keep hearing that in podcasts. People be like, is that like Mandela Effect? Or it's like, I don't, I guess. Good enough. Mandela Effect has completely lost all meaning. Yeah. Miles, where can people find you? What's a tweet you've been enjoying? Twitter, Instagram, Miles of Gray. Also, go to support 420 Day Fiance, twitch.tv slash 420 Day Fiance. If y'all listen to the podcast, The Vault is out, and you know where to check to find that. Uh, some tweets that I like. Okay. Um, first one is from Lusty Argonian Maid <laughs> at Lindog tweeted, I love when Southern girls become alt. You guys are so cool. You're y'all alternative. <laughs> just, just like that construction. Another one, uh, Christina Catherine Martinez uh, at Extina underscore Catherine tweeted, men only want one thing and it's to open both windows so we can get a cross breeze going. Because <laughs> that shit feel good. I'm sorry. When you open I that like one it. other window and you're like, ah! Yeah. Just <laughs> it's stupid, I stupid shit. Might have liked that one myself. Very yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic tweet. And then the other one, it's hard. Uh, it's hard. It's a visual one, but it's like two pictures side by side. One is of a very smiley woman with like rainbow colored hair. And then next to it is like the same person, but with like dark hair, wearing glasses, wearing all black. So gone from a colorful face to a dark face. The colorful face says smoking weed at 16 to have a little fun on a Friday night. <laughs> and then the more demure photo is ripping a 92% THC pen in Target at age 35 <laughs> to make buying underwear tolerable. <laughs> so that's from at Stillwaters RU14. So yeah, that would have, what an interesting <laughs> dynamic. You can find me on Twitter, Jack underscore O'Brien. A tweet I've been enjoying uh, is from former guest, Allison Stevenson, uh, who tweeted, does it make sense to you that I always think Brendan is plural for more than one Brandon? Um, that, <laughs> My mind Whoa. is blown. Yeah. That's true. That though. got me thinking. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, Footnote. where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think y'all should go check out. Miles, what is that song? We're recommending. Just, just uh, you know, I'm in a in an East Buffalo kind of mood, so this will be Griselda with Doctor Birds. Uh, the video is wild. It's by directed by Hype Williams. If you remember that guy, oh, yeah. and yeah, it's just man. I just there. I just love how grimy Griselda is because they're just keeping it to like the late '90s, early aughts, and they're my age, so it just feels like that golden era New York sound. So this track though, Doctor Birds, a fun one. Told Virgil, right brick on my brick. Uh, all right. The Daily Zyka is a production by iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for this morning. We're back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to y'all then. Bye. Bye. Peace.